Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 11. You guys are getting through a storm. And this is the first time you all had to do the rigging tasks, <laughs> which are generally suited to only a very specific type of character. It's funny how this the storm is the perfect opportunity to send everyone up into the sails. Yeah. <laughs> Especially inexperienced people. It seems like the worst time for them. <laughs> I mean, I did great. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Oh, that's why they call it all hands on deck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you think it meant? I knew what it yeah, meant. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> But can you imagine having never like climbed up in a sail before and then like <laughs> when the, the big waves hit, the, the bell goes like everyone up there. Get up there. Get on up. <laughs> yeah. Could be tough. It's probably tough for uh, like Jack Scrimshaw. Mm-hmm. Mm. Send the 12 year old up into the map. Oh, up, man. Uh, up into the uh, crow's nest. Well, I mean, he's light and nimble. You know, he's got oh, those. Yeah. Does he? Got the small hands uh, for, for. I guess it is easy for like easier for a child to pull themselves up than. I was gonna say, does he have like that little kid like climbing thing? Like a lot of little kids like love and are very good at climbing. Yeah. And then as I you get like, older, I, you get worse. I feel like when you're a little kid, though, you can easily get blown away in a storm. Yeah, but you yeah. also you also like bounce a bit more than in an adult. Uh, you feel like you gotta tie him down with a harness. You fall into the mm-hmm. ocean, though. You're saying you would put a child leash on Jack Scrimshaw? <laughs> I'm thinking more like, you know, in construction work, you put on a harness and you tie yourself to the piece of lift that you're on. I think like that. Yes, if you value the, the worker, but children were much more expendable back Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we got five more Jacks in the villages. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think Kai was the only one that tied herself off at any point. We should do that in the future. I think that would be mm-hmm. a Good safety feature to add after somebody goes <laughs> overboard. That's the whole thing from that scene in like Treasure Island, right? They all tie themselves to it, and then one of the one of the bad pirates cuts uh, Errol's rope. True, we can't be Is too that, reliant. Treasure Island, not Treasure Planet. Treasure, sorry, Treasure Planet, same deal. I don't know which one you're talking about. Legitimately, they're the same story, but one is in space and one is on an actual boat. Uh, Treasure Planet feels a little different. <laughs> Why? Because it was like an imploding black hole instead of a storm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah a lot more relevant to this campaign than uh, <laughs> Treasure Planet. Starfinder version. Yeah, Starfinder. Yeah, we could we could just port this to Starfinder 2E. There you go. Nice and easy. <laughs> Stars and Shackles. I've never seen either of those movies. Didn't you... We just, just watched it. Treasure yeah, Planet. We literally with us? watched it together. Did we? We watched yeah, with it with the, the little patrons. slime guy. Yeah. Remember Were more? You not there? <laughs> Looks like a wad of chewing gum. <laughs> Everyone was I kind of a part animal. Guy. Big spaceship that looked like a pirate ship. Cat they, lady. They're like part dogs. Don't trust the Oh, I remember the cat lady. That okay. Yeah, big no, okay. I know which yeah, one's Treasure Planet. Didn't the dog guy and the cat lady have babies? Eventually. Yeah. Yes. At the very end. Brooks, you watched this with us. Okay. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> it's, it's all sounding like a fever dream, the way it's being explained. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I'm just glad there isn't a pop quiz. Right. Yeah. So now you guys have seen like how different roles on the ship kind of operate. What do you think you do on a ship? Hmm. You personally, not your character. We know what your characters are doing. 
and anyone else, feel free to uh, offer a differing opinion on what you think someone would be doing. <laughs> well, I have only had like really, really brief times on a ship or like a, on a real ship ship, but I've done, I've done a little fishing in my day, lake fishing in my day. So I <laughs> somewhat would, different than open ocean fishing. <laughs> yeah. I would spectacularly uh, fail at fishing. I think you'd probably just like drill a hole in the bottom, right? Cause you're proficient at ice fishing. <laughs> drill, drill a hole in the bilges enough to catch things. <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't go wrong in any way. <laughs> Scourge, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to make the pumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of water. <laughs> I drilled the, I drilled the hole just like you said. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Hmm. I think you'd be the ship's communicator. The cabin boy. No, no, no. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Like the message runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. that's the message horn, runner. The message runner, and uh, the ship would be utterly confused. <laughs> <laughs> Your messages per day would be way lower than the average ca cabin boy. <laughs> mm, add a little story to each one. <laughs> yeah, he's adding some flair. He's adding his own flair to each one. Oh, I think that's pretty good. He's flirting that's, half the time. Sounds mm. accurate. Sounds accurate. <laughs> I can also see him being like the flag signaler guy. Mm -hmm. You know, have you ever seen that? The color Ooh. guard? Yeah. Waving the flags uh, for certain things, for certain messages, letters, whatever. Oh, yeah. I would probably mix those ones up, too, and just it would end up, yeah, being terrible, terrible. But, yeah, both of those make a lot of sense. So in order to help me answer this question about myself, I did a quick little, like, rolls on a pirate ship, Google. And it has – I have a nice I have a nice list here because I want to use the right terms. Mm -hmm. But now <laughs> – now I, I'm, at, I'm at a loss of what it would be. If we go by degree – like my degree and my education background, I would be a powder monkey because they're the ones who are apparently creating, mixing, and, and moving the black powder and all the chemicals that they are going to use to shoot guns around. They're not actually shooting the guns. That would be one thing. But I think I'd probably be better as like a cook. <laughs> like I enjoy cooking and I cook often and I'd cook for a bunch of people. But I also could see myself doing pretty good at organizing all the supplies. So that's where I think I think I'd probably fall in like what I'd want to do was the cook, I think. But uh I feel like I am currently like most trained to be this the, the powder monkey role. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was gonna say cook for myself, but then I remembered that like all the cooking I do involves a copious amount of fire. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that on the show. I mean <gasps> I guess they barbecued a lot. That's they did. True. Yeah, they did yeah. barbecue a lot. Yeah. So maybe you would be the cook. Yeah. Buccaneer. I did learn Bucc about a new term, and I'm only going to tell you guys what this is because I don't think any of you guys would be this, called the Cooper, which is the I barrel almost, maker. I almost said that for Brooks. The barrel maker. <laughs> that is the, the Cooper is wooden barrels were the best way to store things. So you had a, a barrel maker on just just here and ready and removes food make sure food is free of pests because you got good barrels. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That is a wild roll. That's like 
my buddy served in the Marine Corps, and like when you ask him what he did, it was like uh, he like worked at the front like the front desk of the Marine Corps gym. And like, <laughs> that's similar to me. It's like, oh, I worked on a pirate ship. What did you do? Oh, I made barrels. <laughs> I made barrels. <laughs> that was my only job. That's all I did. That was the Cooper. Uh, I also like the role oh, of brute, but. That's pretty good. You know brute. I guess, I guess I, I also have a little bit of like fire, like fire department EMT training. I could do a little stitching. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be a surgeon. Oh. Yeah. Habley yeah. Brooks. <laughs> well, hey, I took a look at the same list I think you did, Haley. Yeah, because it's the first <laughs> thing the first that thing comes that up when up. you Google. And uh, there's nothing <laughs> I want to do more than be the master gunner. I just want to coordinate broadsides and blow things out of the water. I think I would have so much fun with that. Uh, hmm. Now I got to look at this list. <laughs> you yeah. just pirate Google ship roll, rolls. <laughs> rolls on a pirate ship, and it says from sources across the web, and you get a th like a table mm -hmm. of three, and when you hit the little down arrows, it gives you a little explanation. It's great. It's, it's hmm. very helpful hmm. for me. <laughs> I could see I could see Haley being the the second hand or the the first hand given given all the commands. I could see Griffin being a captain. I think so. I think I think that also would work. Steve, the guy organizing I, I could organizing I'm organizing punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what are you? Did we did we hear oh, I I'm looking at the list. And I think I would be a combination of roles. I think I would kind of float between being a cook and a cooper because mm. I'm not very skilled at actual You're the cooking barrel maker? Because I use it to preserve food. So gotcha. I do long-term storage of food. Yeah. So, you know, preserving the, if we catch any fish, or, you know, we store some vegetables and, like, brine or pickle them. I think that's mm. what I would be. Maybe making some wine on the yeah. side. Mm. The other thing I Barrel thought. Barrel wine. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. The only other thing with Emily, I thought you would maybe, maybe be the navigator. Only because I feel as though, at least of us, you would keep us on course. <laughs> Of the group of us. Like, if one of us had to be a navigator, I guess. <laughs> like, if one of us needs to keep us on destination and on plan, I feel like Emily would do pretty good at that. <laughs> I think I could. The one, one area I, w I would get into trouble, I have no sense of direction. Yeah. That's pretty crucial for being a navigator. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll say th there's been a few times when it's been like... Our our turn is a right, definitely a right, and I I'm given a a hard left. I do sometimes get those mixed up. But <laughs> oh, I, I get mixed right up with left. left and rights, but you don't need them. Yeah, yeah you don't need them. So, I just I feel as though I could see Emily sitting there staring at the map and being like, no no no, guys, map says like we have this. Let's you we're not <laughs> well, we're not gonna the, go off yeah, to this island. She, you do the Alexa voice so well. I think you could probably do the take a hard to port at the next. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 14 degrees to port. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be the, the navigation voice. <laughs> Critical. As you mm -hmm. make sure all of our stuff is stored correctly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no one's getting scurvy. Yeah. Well, when I went sailing, the one thing that I really enjoyed was adjusting the sails to like squeeze every knot you could out of the wind, basically. So I feel like that's 
what I'd be drawn to on a ship is like constantly reading the wind and getting the sails adjusted so that you're like moving as fast as possible, basically. The but sailing I feel, master. I don't, I think, yeah, if they're. It's called the sailing master. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Quite literally, it is making sure that yeah. you are keeping on correct course, reaching the destination in good time, like. Yeah. So taking taking the uh, the directional navigation for someone and just making sure the ship's always pointed in that direction, yep. going as fast as possible. <laughs> mm, I could. I see. guess they do like tacking and stuff too a bit. So there's there's some maneuvers there. But like I feel like I would obsess uh, like obsessively obsess over like the wind at all times. Like any shift in wind, I'm like out there adjusting sails way too often. <laughs> you guys constantly yeah. licking his finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what's that wind sock doing? <laughs> Instead of like a parrot on his shoulder, he has just like the wind, uh, like direction thing that houses have. What is that called? The wind, a wind, a wind vane. vane? Yeah, yeah, weather vane. vane. Our weather vane. Yeah. He's got a weather vane instead of a parrot. <laughs> just, on he doesn't his have shoulder. a parrot. He has a metal yeah. parrot that has <laughs> the arrow on it. I like it. You know, the old wind I, sock. I agree with that, Chris. I I think that you would be good at that role. Yeah. I want to be like. I I wish I could be like a good enough at like the navigating like map plotting charting stuff but like i i tried using a map in like scouts and stuff like that and i i could use it well most of the time but i, I definitely made some mistakes here and there <laughs> <laughs> i know we floated a couple for you griff did you did you land on one for yourself oh yeah 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 i think i'm the ship <laughs> all right whatever that means <laughs> he carries I'm the, I'm the biggest one here and you all rely on me to convey you through the story part of the ship part of the crew <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, no, and I our listeners to... are like the North Star. <laughs> <laughs> Pandering. The downside of that, though, is you know that if you get into trouble, the ship goes down with the ship. That's true. Mm. <laughs> but like if it's between captain and ship, like either one's going down. Either one's going down. You got one, Steve? Master Gunner. Oh, yeah. Blow yeah, things yeah. out of okay. the water. I guess I missed that. Keep that powder dry. I, I can. Hard to in a storm like this. That's right. <laughs> I like that fucking transition. Pretty good. <laughs> well, I do have to give out a hero point. I'm trying to think this cycle who hasn't gotten one. I've gotten one this cycle. As have I. I got one for being heroic last episode. But did you get one on the cycle? Since episode six? Yeah, six was when you all got there. I only Toothbrush have one hero seven. point. Yeah, but you turned in I did. three. Yeah, I did. Well, it turned in three once we, every, everyone that was at three when we refreshed on six turned them in. Brooks, have you gotten one? Yeah, may, maybe with Connor. I do Connor not. Shane. I am showing zero, and I, but I do know that I, I had enough to turn in. You turned yours in, yes. But I'm showing zero. Well, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe, you... maybe this time I'm going to, uh, I'll catch Haley up because... Hmm. She was the only one that spent one in episode one. <laughs> so it was perpetually one behind. And since it sounds like everyone's at about the same spot, we'll do that. All right. And this officially puts me at three. Okay. The first time I've actually hit three. And I'm still going to do the same technique where I hold on. Yeah, until so you absolutely good. have to trade one in. Ah. Uh, I turned my. I turned it was between now and then. We need to spend one. I yeah. turned my name on eight. That's what it was. Yep. Okay. So this one is from. Gray Silverwind, Yar Harmiardes, pour out a Besmaran blessing to the wretch at sea who's retching into the sea. Best of luck to ye. <laughs> mm. I like it. 
I like it too. I don't know that we've ever had one from Gray Silverwind. I don't I know if that's a pseudonym from someone we know. <laughs> it's a great name. I like it. Yeah. Consider one of your backups, Gray Silverwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when last we left our heroes, they were all summoned above deck to perform rigging duties, and they faced the ravages of a terrible storm throughout the entire day and then had to work into the night, having no nighttime activities and just hardtack for dinner. During the night, Badger Medlar, during a particular rogue wave and squall, was thrown from the ship and into the sea. The party scrambled to save their shipmate, and in doing so, Kaya did a daring maneuver where she jumped from the main mast 50 feet up, planting a harpoon into the wood there and falling overboard to grab Badger from the ocean. However, a shark attacked in the dark waters, but the party was able to fend it off and drag both Kaya and Badger back onto the ship safely. And that's where we find you now. I think it was Atlas that pulled Kaya and Badger back up to the deck that ended that last episode. And as soon as he kind of dumps them over the railing, and I think he said something about killing a hammerhead shark or something, he's going to extend his hand towards said shark because wit threw a trident into it, and that thing's going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. And I don't want it to take my buddy's trident with it. So he's going to concentrate hard on that trident and then use the special version of Mage Hand that I have as the distant grasp version of the psychic. My Mage Hand is 60 feet at range and also can carry up to one bulk as opposed to something of light bulk. So I'm able to do this. Well, the shark is within 60 feet of you and a trident, a singular one, is one light bulk, so you have a unique set of skills that allows you to do so. Mm -hmm. Wow. So yeah, the trident just kind of dislodges from the shark as it begins to sink beneath the waves and uh, flies back to the ship into Atlas's hand. He turns to Wit. I believe you left this behind in the shark. Hands it over. Wow. Uh, Wit takes it as as a a gift of honor. Nah, Alice, that, that was some wild shooting that that we did. I, I I can't thank you enough. I I'd be left a little high and dry without uh, without this. Much obliged, my friend. Well. It seems like when you are not trying to hold yourself back and do purely non-lethal damage, you're quite a fighter, Mr. Vitt. And I don't want to see you without your implements of war. I think uh, at this point, you know, Badger is kind of on hands and knees on the deck, coughing up water. Uh, but once she regains her composure, uh, thanks the group of you profusely and... Um, if she wasn't already helpful, she's helpful now. Yeah. Woo. Let's go. I think she was just friendly before. Yeah, she may have just been friendly, so she is helpful now for saving her life. Uh, the life debt uh, condition's one higher than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to look it up. Please, just just trust. 
we're going to save that favor for later. Yes. So the night kind of continues on and the storm begins to slow. The wind is still quite strong and, you know, you're you're kind of in between like a uh, a steady rain and then an occasional bout of just drizzling. And by the time the sun rises the next morning, uh, the sky is still a deep gray, but the worst of the storm has passed. And unfortunately, Master Scourge rings the bell for work. And I need you all to make a fortitude save. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Fuck this guy. Oh. Now I had I picked up the fatigued condition yesterday. No opportunity to get rid of that, huh? Mm-hmm. No opportunity. Okay. No rest. That sucks on the saves. This is like he's 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 calling us back into work for our shifts, but we closed last night. <laughs> we, we weren't scheduled. You're closed and opening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. did we have? 10 minutes to rest to allow for more healing or not even that? Uh, I think I think you could heal yourselves. I think, you know, between intermittent breaks here, you could definitely heal yourselves. But there's certainly no time to get any sort of real rest. Okay. Well, that'll help Kaya because her shoulder was pretty bloody. Got a 19 for Calypso. A 19 is a fail. No! Oh, wow. whoa! <laughs> you are... Uh, were you fatigued before? No. So you are fatigued now. Okay. Atlas, with a natural 20, you succeed. Probably about needed that with my plus three. <laughs> Grady's got a 10. I'm worried. A 10 is uh, exactly a critical fail. Oh. Uh, so what was Grady's status before this? He was fatigued. So, Grady, not only do you become fatigued without... So, one night's rest isn't going to solve this fatigue. Uh You also become drained one, which will not resolve until your fatigue is resolved. For the listeners at home, (laughs) the drained value is a status penalty on con checks and, like, fortitude saves, and you lose a number of hit points equal to your level. Damn, at this level, you're screwed. <laughs> Lucky I'm level one, so I'm, I'm at 16 hit points instead of 17, which isn't awful. Uh, how about Wit? Wit got 24. 24, uh, you're good, so whatever your condition was going into this is your condition. Wit. So if you were fatigued, you're just fatigued. Wit is going to stay at fatigued. Question. Does is the drain value like normal drain that disappears after a night's rest, or does it stay like as long as I'm fatigued? Or? So, the way this drain works is kind of the unique way that this fatigue is working, where a night's rest will not resolve the drain because the fatigue is not resolved with the night's rest. Okay. Once the fatigue is is resolved, that drain also will go away. Okay. So, in essence, instead of it taking one night. For you to resolve this drain, it's going to take two nights. Okay. If you don't get fatigued again during <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the subsequent two days. Okay. Uh, Kaya, what did you get? She is super tired from all the swimming and heroics, and that's 
so she gets a nine. Okay, that is also a critical failure. So what was Kaya's condition coming into this? She was uh, perfectly fine. Okay, so you are now fatigued to the point that a night's rest won't resolve the fatigue. Mm, okay. A second night's rest will resolve it. Or an activity that allows another fortitude uh, check against fatigued. Maybe I'm misreading or misremembering. Let's look at fatigue. Because I know that I know that the gamble activity gives you a fortitude save to recover from fatigued. Would that be like an increment to down one? Or so none of the gambling is gonna let you resolve fatigue. But ah. there is a there is an activity for the nighttime activity that oh, sleep. is sleep. Okay. So go to bed early and sleep through the night, automatically recovering from fatigue. Okay. So you can do that and take no nighttime actions and you will recover from the fatigue. Okay. So so yeah, it could be resolved in one night if you take the sleep activity. Okay, good to know. Oh. So Scourge kind of <laughs> rings the bell. Oh, I know everyone's exhausted from being on deck all day and all night but the ship doesn't stop sailing just because we're tired looks like the winds died down enough for us to perform our other shipley duties everyone line up and get your tasks now here's something important to note although the storm is no longer raging the winds are still terrible all rigging checks still have that penalty Oof. of a minus two. Any other check doesn't have a penalty. So if you're swabbing, you're not dealing with, you know, being up in the sails or hoisting rope and all that. So you don't have that penalty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Who wants to do their daily activities first? All right. Grady's an old man. Maybe he ought to just try to get his task done first. All right. Let's see what you get. He's too old for this. <laughs> Got a two on the D6 for line work. All right, line work. So I'm going to need either a sailing lore or an acrobatics check. I'm going to use sailing lore. You're hoisting and lowering the sails, just what you wanted. Oh, oh with a six total, that looks like a failure. He is visibly exhausted as he's trying to do his task. Yep. So mark that down as another fail, and then I'm going to need a fortitude save because this is back-breaking work in these winds. Okay, so if I get fatigued again, do I become like drained too? Yes. No! Oh, God. Oh, God. He's an old man. He can't handle this. (laughs) Please, I'm weak. (laughs) I've been hitting the booze <laughs> for the last 18 hours too. Oh, guys, it, guys, it's it's okay. Fatigued and drained are both status conditions, so they don't stack until I become drained too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I become drained too. <laughs> you, you do become drained too. Here. Oh, no. I got a 10 total for a DC 17 check. <sighs> I haven't been this tired. Since I sailed through the doldrums with a crew many years ago with no food and very little water. I'm assuming you didn't uh, work diligently there. You just took your straight rolls. 
I would have worked diligently. Okay, so we can add two to each of those, which... Which would have offset the, yeah. the penalty that I didn't apply to my checks. Sure. Again, let me know if you're working diligently or if you want to perform a daytime activity. Uh, now that you're not fighting a storm, it's much easier to still do that. Why don't we get the other rigor out of the way? Working diligently. Working diligently, okay. <laughs> I just, I, I usually work diligently on a regular day, and I'm fatigued. This sucks. Atlas is going to get back to work, and Scourge gives him the worst task. Oh, <laughs> mainsail duties. Mainsail duties. Tough work raising and lowering the mainsail. So I'm going to need either a sailing lure or an athletics check. Uh, you can make them as straight rolls if you're working diligently. This is going to be tough times. You better pick that sailing lure up next time you get extra lures. That's an in, into your... Uh, your check. I might. I may have to do that. So, athletics. Here we go. It just seems like such not the thing I should do with ev- basically everybody else having sailing lore, but I kind of need it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, eight. Atlas right. fails. So, uh, you know, you're just struggling and struggling after being. You know, you're you're heading into like thirty some hours of being awake. On top of this backbreaking work, yeah, that's that's what this is, and it seems like I've got a fortitude save to make too. Huh? You do, yeah. All right, here we go. Fourteen. Don't look like it's gonna cut it. Okay, so you were previously just fatigued. Yep. You are now fatigued, and it won't cure with a night's rest, unless I sleep, unless which you, is what you, I'm doing. Yeah, I guess. You pick the sleep activity. <laughs> I can go. Let's see. I got, as a swab, I got number three, which is swabbing the deck. Swabbing the deck. Backbreaking work, mopping the decks and scrubbing them the, with sandstone blocks. The decks wet with rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> swab these wet decks, Calypso. Now is the time. We're working and this you to the bone. Unfortunately, an athletics check, isn't it? Yeah. Would you like to work diligently? Requiring a DC. Oh, wait. It says a, a DC at 13 athletics check or a fortitude save. I am doing the fortitude save. Either one will result in fatigue, however, if you fail. That's fine. Athletics, negative one. Fortitude, four. Okay. (laughs) Understandable, your choice. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably work diligently, huh? But I could talk to people. Although everyone's probably tired and cranky. The wind penalty applies to people hearing you when you talk (laughs) about decks. Yeah. Penalty to all your charisma checks from all that <laughs> wind. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna try and go and influence the surgeon, then Carpenter, Habbly, Habbly. Very bold. Sure. Paul Hab- Rolfers. Yeah. That's a 22. Okay, so you're not fatigued. Correct. And you're going to influence Habbly Corn. Yeah, who's currently neutral to us. Who's currently neutral to you? You find him in kind of the medical area. He is currently stitching people up. Uh, it appears several people have been injured uh, during this storm and are getting a quick fix. I'm gonna just start trying to bring stuff to him and helping him and offering that well, I guess talking. Like, I feel like that would be beneficial. I don't want to get in the, his way. 
Yeah, he, he kind of looks up at you as you approach. There's not much I can do for someone without flesh. Uh, were you injured in the storm? or? No, I don't need any help, but I know there's a lot of us, or a lot of people here, who do need to help. Do you need me to pass you stuff and bring you supplies? Most of my supplies are in here with me. Suppose I could use a helping hand or if you have any sort of healing ability, maybe you can help some of these people while I'm helping others. I'd be no healer, but I can maybe distract people in pain. I have got no heal. I've got zero medicine. I was coming to talk to him, and but I knew he was going to be really busy, so I was like, maybe I can help. I don't have much. <laughs> so, I, I I can offer to distract people from like their pain, like literally, like try to entertain people. But otherwise, I can't. I can't do a beneficial action. So you pretty much tell him I can't do any of that. Correct. And he kind of scoffs at you. I suppose they're likely needing you more on deck then. There's no real reason for you to be hanging around old Habley Quarn unless you had something you needed of me. I don't have anything I need and I can't think of anything. Sounds like that's a bust. He's too busy. I was more just going to try and be generally helpful, but it doesn't sound like that is helpful. So I guess I'm going to the deck. Okay. I, don't, I can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, you could roll. I mean, essentially what you're asking is, like, if you want to help him, you're going to have to roll a medicine to, yeah, to influence him. And so you could, but there's a very real possibility that you fail that and make him even. Right. I feel as though this was one of those, like, this was like, you know what? I don't have skin. I don't have stitches that I need. Let me go help someone who's probably overwhelmed with work. Gets down there and goes, shit. I have no skills. I forgot skills. I have no usable skills. <laughs> I can stand Wait in the minute. corner and pass supplies. <laughs> you're, you're offering to be like uh, Patches the Clown or whatever at the children's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's what you're basically telling this this yeah. pirate surgeon and yeah. these other pirates. Guy like, screaming, getting his legs sawed <laughs> off. You're in the corner making balloon animals. <laughs> Does this make you feel better? <laughs> Ow! Yeah, I, I didn't really think that through thinking how busy he'd be after the <laughs> storm. So anyways, I'll leave and go to the deck. Okay. But at least you kept the deck clean after the storm. Yeah. Clean as yeah. hell. You need off that deck. Uh, the uh, the captain wants you to uh, collect some uh, some wind samples, too. Uh, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> no, I am pretty sure I can do that. Yeah, take a couple bags up there above decks and fill them up. Yeah, count the, count the grain in the mid-deck. Uh, yeah. Kaya will step up to receive her task. Oh, are you working diligent, diligently? I'm gonna see what her task is, and then she'll decide what she how how much she's gonna focus. I think Scourge just looks at you as you approach and like doesn't even give it a second thought. Bilge! <laughs> oh no! <sighs> Kaya sighs 
and she's doing her best to not let him break her spirit, but sh- her head hangs. And she- Man, what, what a slap in the face after you did like 18 hours of rigging. Yeah. <laughs> now go pump, go pump out a flooded basement for eight more hours. Well, the good thing is the bill just must be very diluted at this point, so it can't smell too bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Yeah, you get down to the bilges and it's like up to your waist. Oh, oh no. Kaya was thinking about checking in with Badger just to make sure she's doing okay, but Kaya needs to focus on this if she's going to make it back up on deck, so she is going to work diligently here. So that's a plus two bonus? Yes. Okay. So I need you to make me an athletics check first and then a fortitude save. Kaya gives it her all working diligently, but that's only a 13. Racking up the fails, uh, you do not successfully pump enough water out of the villages. And let's see how tired you are from attempting it. Do I get a plus two bonus on the fatigue as well? Mm -hmm. It's helping a little bit with my fatigued condition. All right, that is exactly a 17 with the bonus. Okay, so you're not further fatigued by this. Oh. Brooks, I need you to roll me a D percentile. Oh, okay. That's a two. <laughs> two on a D100. On a D100. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm usually you, pretty good at those. You get down to the galley and it just looks like Ambrose, exhausted from having to be working in the rigging and stuff, once he finally has the chance to go off and do his normal work, has just downed like half a bottle of rum oh. and is drunk. What is it? What are we doing? Today, ah, my petite demi. <laughs> I wonder what we will be having for dinner. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, it, is there anything that we had in the, you know, in these cabinets or whatnot? Uh, something that we can kind of whip up nice and quick, just. Uh, <laughs> I do not know, we will have to see. I used a bit of my prepared meals to feed us during the storm. That Go ahead and roll me on the uh, on the old shipmate or cookmate's table. Turtle hunting. Uh, taking some of Sam's advice. Oh no. And Wit ac- right. Wit actually isn't isn't troubled by this at all. They Oh yeah. Turtles aren't amphibians, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the deal. Normally, if Croup is sober, he automatically makes a check for that day's cooking with the character's assistance. If he is drunk, the cook's mate must make the day's meal for the pirates by themselves in addition to their normal duties. If the character has to hunt or slaughter food as well as cook, 
All checks for both tasks are made with a minus two circumstance penalty. Oh, no. In such cases, if the cook's mate takes any ship action during the day other than working, all work checks automatically fail. Oh. You better work diligently because I want to (laughs) eat. Yeah, we're hungry. We want turtles. If you fail this, it automatically results in lashes. Okay. So you are turtle hunting. You're going to need to make a DC 11 fishing lure or a DC 13 survival check. These will these have a minus two penalty, and you cannot work diligently when croup is drunk. Oh, because you have to do you have to do this and cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we see the downsides of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were. I thought the. I thought the kitchen duties were. Just for show. Yeah, it wasn't any like real <laughs> consequences. <laughs> Says Mr. Back to back bull sessions. <laughs> Your karma has you karma's being cashed in. Yeah. Alright. Well, worst time. Worst time for it. Yeah, so if wit could work diligently, they would. However, like you said, we're gonna take that negative two. Are you doing fishing lore or survival? I would roll fishing lore if I had it. Ah, so survival okay. it is. Survive. <laughs> Pretty poor roll. That's a seven total. So you have failed to catch any turtles and it's late in the day now and you have to rush back to the galley knowing you've caught nothing and try and scrabble together some kind of edible meal with just uh, whatever ingredients are in the kitchen. So now I need you to make me a DC 13 cooking lore or intelligence check. But I wish we'd reeled in that shark. And um, this will actually, this will also be at a minus two penalty. I'm assuming you don't have cooking lore. Nope. So what is your intelligence modifier? Big ol' zero. So you're going to be rolling a d20 minus two. Yikes. I believe in you. I believe in Wit's ability to... uh, That's, that's, That's a funny one. That's a funny one, all right. Uh, wit doesn't know a, a a pan from a spoon with a natural one on the die. Uh, one of the few times I've ever seen a negative result for a negative one. <laughs> you do so poorly that you don't even manage to put something together for food. Oh, no. The whole ship's about to suffer. There's gonna be a riot. Those frog legs are looking better and better every day. <laughs> wit, wit scrambles around. Uh, if if ever there's a there's a time when when Kaya is passing, he he will say, uh, uh, "Kaya, uh, any chance you got crackers? Those those crackers you were uh, feeding to uh, the bird up there." Uh, I, I think that might be all that we have. 
Kaya does pass by. She puts her hand in her pocket, pulls it out, and it's just mushy, wet crackers because, and they smell horrible because she's been in the bilges all day. And she just shakes her head and sighs. I think this turn of events, we've been up all night. Yeah. We've been through this storm. And now there's no food. Gang, this is a really, this is a real low point for us. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourselves. I got the snake tail. I'm going to Ouroboros this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, with this result, Mr. Plug comes down to check on the progress of the meal, not smelling anything cooking. Opens the door to the galley, looks at you frantically preparing a pile of nothing and Croup kind of, you know, Ambrose is almost sleeping it off at this point in a hammock. And he just stares daggers at you, Wit. Where's dinner? I don't have, I do not have an excuse. I have found myself in a position where I am lost at sea, as, as one might say. And, and it's not, not to, Ambrose's uh, training their fault per se but at the same time I I will say that we have been been up for a mighty long time and you do realize the rest of the crews also been up just as long as you and only had hardtack to eat for the past two days and if I could provide, I, I would. I do not have a, a strong excuse for the result that... The result without food. I want to, to at least offer some sort of, you know, make up for this type of mistake. Any, any chance I could, you know, come to your quarters, clean up a little bit... I, during during a different day excuses aren't gonna get you out of this one nor is pandering he shoves past you and shakes croup awake both of you above deck bloody hours about to start and you're gonna feature prominently i think we all are i think clip is the only one who isn't lucky yeah too bad i don't have healing to help you guys and the bell does ring for bloody hour. Now I'd like to I'd like to get a tally from everyone. How many failures have we racked up during the storm and day? None. None for Calypso. Just the fatigue failure. Right, but that doesn't mean you didn't complete the task. For Atlas, I have two failures, one success. When there are two checks involved, if you fail one check but succeed at you fail the whole thing all right so that's unless unless the check was the fortitude save in which case you do not fail the whole thing oh let me double check if you got fatigued from it from a failure then that's not a the fatigued is your punishment for that not failing the check to clarify i was fatigued just from the day to night thing Yeah. yeah grady has two failures wit also has two failures does that include this failure? Correct. Okay, and this was a critical failure. 
Kaya has three. From about the most spectacular fashion as possible. <laughs> uh, and Kaya has three. Oh boy. You all arrive above deck from your various tasks. Plug kind of whispers something to Scourge, who then stares daggers at Wit. It seems the storm really showed the incompetence of quite a few members of this crew. I know some of you are rather green. However, you're still expected to perform your tasks at whatever cost. Many of your failures cost damage to Captain Harrigan's Wormwood. Over the course of the storm, that we'll have to painstakingly repair because of your ineptitude. Further, I'm led to believe that after everyone's back-breaking two days of work, we won't be fed this evening. He first calls Grady up to the mast. Come on, you old man. I saw you struggling. I can't be the wind's fault. No, must be the crew's. And he assumes the position. Okay. How many lashes we talking here? You had two failures? Yes. That's going to be three lashes. All right. Drain two. Hit points reduced a bit. Yep. These will be non-lethal. The first lash strikes out dealing five points of non-lethal damage. Just a quick third of his head. <laughs> the next strike deals another three points of non-lethal damage. And the final hit deals three again. Oh. Grady staggers back, back bleeding with four hit points left. He, uh, he, he takes a bit of the blood from his back, sucks on it, licks on it, <laughs> turns to to Atlas, Ouroboros, right? <laughs> I get it now. Your wisdom grows every day, Mr. Tackett. Now Atlas had two. Yes, two failures. All right, Scales, make your way to the mast. Turns back to Grady. It looks like he's talking to me. Um, of course, Atlas pops his shirt off, uh, <laughs> slithers on over. Hold this, please. Uh, hands it to Grady. <laughs> Slurs on over to the mast and uh, braces for impact. All right. The first crack deals two points of non-lethal. The next deals four points of non-lethal. And the final strike deals three points of non-lethal. Ouch. As you are both getting your lashes, you see many of the crew start to get uneasy. Okay. That's not a good sign. Uneasy in a in, in what kind of way? Yeah, Calypso can can would like to like be gauging this crowd. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like murmuring um, among the crowd, and you can make me a perception check. Yeah, I feel like they're they're tired. They're upset. I think they're sensing the unfairness of this all. That's a 17 on the die for a 22. 15. Calypso, with a 22, you certainly get the sense that, like, some people are, like, 
murmuring to each other like, that's a group that just saves somebody. Doesn't seem right. But then you hear other people murmuring like, we're going without food for another night. God damn it, wit. <laughs> Atlas slithers back to Grady, requests his shirt back, and then the two of us, I mean, Atlas is pretty fucked up too. He doesn't have it as bad as Grady, but I'm below half. And so I think the two of them are just like, probably glad we're still conscious and knowing, and I'm not, not trying to put words in, in Chris's mouth here, but knowing that we got it this bad, we've served with some people who have done even worse. So they're about to get it even worse than we did. Like potentially unconscious, if not worse, worse. Fish guts. You'll be taking your lashes and your cook's mate's lashes. You're responsible oh. for them after all. Oh, no. Ambrose steps up to the mast. Let me check my tally. Looks like that'll be 12 lashes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's Is... too many lashes. All right. Fish guts kind of trembles against the mast. Is it, is it? As the... Oh, is it, po- is it possible for Wit to, to take a step forward and say, I'd like to take responsibility for my, for my actions here. I will gladly, uh, not gladly, I will take half <laughs> of that share. We are we are a crew after all and and a team down there i i deserve half (laughs) you'll not be getting out of this scot-free frog you should be glad you don't have to take the lashes after what's gonna happen to you Uh uh-oh box ain't nothing wild about that just dirty say that now you ever try to microwave a frog (laughs) They're going to. <laughs> Sweatbox for sure. So the lashes begin on fish guts. First one dealing one damage. Does this look lethal or non-lethal? It still appears to be non-lethal. The cat of nine tails hasn't okay. been brought out. That's for you. That's reserved for you. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Two more damage. Four more damage. Five more damage. One more damage. And three more damage. Halfway there. Oh. Halfway through the lashing, Fish Guts looks bloody. Like just blood seeping through the back of his grubby white shirt as the beating continues. Five damage and five damage again. Six damage. 31 points of damage so far. Oh. Five more damage. How many are we at? 36 total. No, how many How many lashes? Oh. Let's see. Two more. One more damage. And with the last lash, Fish Guts goes completely limp against the mast. This is no longer a non-lethal situation. 
Kaya steps forward from the crowd and she will run up to Fish Guts. Does anyone stop her? No. Okay, no. she reaches and lays a hand on him, cooing to lay on hands. So he will heal six hit points and then gain status bonus to his AC for a round. <laughs> he kind of coughs back to consciousness just lying kind of face down on the ground and he just looks weak and I think you maybe like help him up. Yeah, she'll reach down and, and give him a hand and she's stronger than she looks so she'll pull him up and hold his weight so he doesn't have to support himself. And he like he's hoarse from screaming uh, like tries to thank you but it just comes out as like a whisper as you take him back to the group now it's your turn frog eight hours in the hot box I can't wait till we can kill these people uh, are you sure you wanna do that I mean that means that there's even less help in the in the galley but if you say so boss he just scoffs at you and escorts you into the sweat box and locks you in and it's immediately sweltering in there uh, like it almost hurts to like try and sit down or get comfortable at all because the metal's just hot oh yeah oh yeah we, we've all uh I mean, walked on pavement before with with bare feet. I would imagine yeah. this being a very, very small box of very hot pa pavement everywhere. Yeah, and like fortunately you're a small creature, so you're not like constantly touching the mm. walls, but you find yourself like, you know, standing there, you naturally just kind of have to like lean at, with so with how tired you are and you, you'll like touch the side and wince and, and it burns you. Finally, the attention turns to Kaya. For the crimes of willful failure to perform duties, as well as damaging the main mast, Kaya will receive 12 lashes with the cat. You're dead. Kaya You're dead. walks up to the front of the crowd, but she doesn't face Scourge. She faces the onlookers. This is how we're punished for saving a crew member, protect the ship, and do our roles at the cost of each other? What happened to being loyal to your crewmates? You hear kind of the rabble build as the tension builds with you walking towards the mast and then you hear above the din No! Plug! It's not right! <gasps> Ooh. 
Kai has saved a crew member and jumped into the water. I saw it. It's not right. You can't give her 12 lashes for that. Oh, no. It's not fair. You're not playing a fair game. And Plug turns his icy gaze on Albear. Well, if you care so much, why don't I have you administer the beating, Albear? No lashes. You two are gonna fight. No weapons. Hand to hand. Until one of you's bleeding out on the deck. If anyone wants to get in on action on this, I'm betting ten gold. Albear comes out on top. But if one of you doesn't hit the deck, you're both getting lashes. Kaya's face falls. This is cruel and unusual punishment. (laughs) It's more than you deserve. And you know what? I don't want to see any magic. I know you got them healing hands. None of that. If I catch a whiff of it, you'll be back on that mass for 12 lashes. Got it? No magic. Fine. Mr. P- Plug, it's, it's not right. She saved somebody. It's not fair. Albert, you'll do as you're told. Or you're going overboard, got it? Well, Mr. Plug, it's not fair. And Plug undoes Albert's shackles and the shackle around his neck and steps back to the crowd of your shipmates as he instructs everyone to form a circle around you. Kaya does not want to fight. Her friend. Albert kind of whimpers to you. I'm sorry, Miss Kaya. What other choice do we have? We... Unfortunately, don't have much of a choice right now. How good are you at acting? (laughs) I'm not quite sure what you mean, but... I'm sorry if it hurts. And... I need you and Albert to roll initiative. Smart money's on Albert. Has anyone anyone taken taken a plug on this action? No, but I would like to, like, work the crowd and be constantly doing murmurs like, this is not your way of a crew. And, like, doing a lot of those kind of things and walking around and, like, saying stuff around this not being fair and not being good and like we shouldn't be betting on our crewmates hurting because that's only going to hurt us tomorrow anyways yeah and we can't bet because none of us has 10 gold oh that's correct that's true. <laughs> I mean that's the big that's the limiting factor here is there anyone else that does one gold bet yeah. yeah we'll see if anyone else bets on it you do hear a voice pipe up in the crowd I plug. I'll take your action. 
but just know these ones don't deserve this for saving one of these crew members. You're being cruel. I'm giving the gold to them. That's the quartermaster. If they win. Grok. Grok. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She's great. you've got to win now. There's profit in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Kaya whispers back over her shoulder. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it to hurt a friend. It's hard out here on these waters. Pirate's life is not easy. Perhaps think of it this way. You are denying plug riches by beating up Owl there. Hmm. That almost makes it easier. My logic is airtight. <laughs> He can take what tradition out. Wit says from within the the sweat box. <laughs> you don't want to show up there. At least make it. Echoing from inside <laughs> the box. At the start of combat, it is Albert's turn. He's going to begrudgingly walk up to Kaya and take a swing. That's a 21 to hit. That will hit. Oh, no. Dealing five points of non-lethal damage. He'll then strike one more time. And you can see he's kind of got tears in his eyes as he's doing this. And he misses on the second strike and kind of pulls his hand back and, like, wipes under his eyes. It's your turn. Kaya takes a moment and is very conflicted on this. If she's going to have to fight Owlbear... She's got to get a slight bit of positive out of it. She looks around to the crowd that has formed a ring around them. This is what they do to us. They pit us against each other, so we're weaker. We suffer together because of them. Now, from playing games with Albert, you remember something. He's blind in one eye, so you can use an action on your turn to stick to his blind side, which will give you concealment until the start of your next turn. This feels so dirty, but I, I have to win. Kaya steps over to his blind side, staying out of his good field of vision it was it's a game it's a game to uh to play dead that's a not to them they're in the thick of it right now mm-hmm. kaya's gonna strike out with an unarmed attack and attack non-lethally <laughs> <laughs> and she is so conflicted about this attack that she swings wildly with one on the die for an eight. Yeah, it just completely misses Albert. Final action. She strikes out again. They're only going to get more punishment if they don't actually fight. Uh, seven. Yep. Two misses. Albert starts to realize that you might be outmatched and he starts kind of like under under his breath. 
All right. Weave. All right. Duck. All right. And you gain the benefit of bodyguard's defense. Oh. Uh, that is hidden to me. Oh. Uh, well, it's a plus two to your Oh, AC. okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to strike at you with a natural 20, but oh. you are concealed. So let's see. 10 on concealment will hit you. And that oh, actually is a good. critical? Yeah. Yep. Oh. And it looks like he maxed the critical, so that's oh my 16 god. points of damage. Oh my god. Um, no! He got clocked. So, shoot, and liberating step only helps allies, not yourself. Yep, that's the champion's uh, uh, Achilles heel. And I, it's an action to lay on hand, so... No magics. Yep. No magic. Yeah, no I, magic. Uh, what is unconscious. So Albear with just kind of like a swift punch ends the fight and turns back to plug with tears in his eyes. Are you happy? And he just kind of lowers his head and slinks away. Grady's going to run up to Kaya in the aftermath and uh, drain the chalice into her beak. Oh, yeah, I could also cast Soothe and just do a bunch of healing real quick. Could have done that with the doctor if you <laughs> influence. Hey, I forgot that I had it. <laughs> I looked at medicine skill, so, but I could cast Soothe as well. You're back up with three hit points. You see Grok kind of walk over to plug, hand him ten gold. Here's your ill-gotten gains. Don't be doing any more harm to that girl. She's been through enough. You'll kill her, and you know the punishment for that. He looks at her kind of defiantly, and Bloody Hour is finished. This has been a really rough couple days. Yeah. Crady calls out to Wit. Kaya got knocked out with a big old punch. <laughs> She didn't even last a full two rounds. He cleaned her clock. Albert doesn't know his own strength. I couldn't fight my friend. That's what it was. Any chance that y'all might need my my healing tools? I, I might be able to reach through these bars, but uh, if someone else at least tries, you could use them if, if you need. I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> it's, it's allowed. Right, no talking to the sweat boxy. <laughs> oh, there's no talking yeah, now, huh? <laughs> Start singing. Stack of rules on. Kaya, we saw you dive into the water to save Badger. We know how brave you are. We know how strong you are. Now Barra's just a different beast. He is a good ally to have. And I know he didn't want to fight me. We We all do. The, girl, the whole crew saw him. I do. <laughs> the whole crew. <laughs> What's going on out there? Except for which. <laughs> saw him. <sighs> I'm 
doing my best to help the crew members, help my crew members the best I can. I'm worried I won't be able to much longer. This is only getting worse. He has it out for me. Next time, it might not be a friend that's fighting me. It could be someone stronger who would and could get away with killing me. I think that it is more important now than ever to start making plans to leave this ship if we have to. I agree. Better to risk leaving than stay and die a pathetic death. Aye, but I think that we need to spend time, even more time with this crew. We have quite a few supporters, it seems. But do we have enough? I don't think that's the case yet, but it be close. This event is definitely turned in public opinion. But you'll know when the watershed moment happens. It'll be like a like a knife cuts the social barrier from what the crew thinks and what they're willing to do. I've seen it before, and it could happen here. With enough time and pressure, the strongest of officers can be overcome by the will of many. Unfortunately, many times though, when people start to lose a grasp on something, Mr. Tackett, they try and squeeze even harder. You are right. There will be a watershed time coming soon, but things are going to get much worse before they start getting better. Of that, I can guarantee. A learned man, Mr. Ryder. I think your intuition is true. Any nods? We need to be on the lookout for a good distraction, too, if we were to make any moves. If we had more support when the storm came, it could have been the time. But we didn't have it yet. We must have the means and the opportunity. We had the opportunity, we did not have the means. Now we must work on the means and wait for further opportunity. I have been making good inroads with those among us who are proficient in magical arts, and I intend to continue doing that until I have exhausted all of them. I would expect that the rest of you make inroads with those among the crew that you share something with, for we are going to need all of the best. And when we have that opportunity, we will be in a good spot to take advantage of it, not before. To better our chances even more, a select officer among the bunch might be our key in too. Especially one that might be able to turn, turn the, uh, the attitudes and the moods of other officers to our aid. I think that we have two officers at this point. Do you think we could get any more? Obviously, in the crew, there or in the officers, there are some that will never be on our side. We got plugs and scourger. Obviously, never gonna be on our side. Captain's never gonna be on our side. Obviously, but then we have uh, Grok and Fishguts. 
which mm -hmm. are on our side. It's f the only other one that has like a named title is our surgeon and mm -hmm. carpenter. Well, that's the only For, other that one met. that you've met. There's, there's um, gotta be others. At this point, you would have at least the name of all of the other officers, so I'm not going to make you roll for that. You know Peppery Longfarthing is the sailing master. Riaris Krine is the master gunner. Obviously, you've met Habley, the surgeon and carpenter. Kipper, who is the gunner's mate. Patch Patch Salt is the bosun. And then uh, you also know, although she is not an officer, there's a woman named Kalki Tarun that is uh, the captain's cabin girl. With that, it is nighttime activities. No one is getting food. I believe many of you are doing the sleep action. Is anyone not doing that? Wit doesn't have that ability. <laughs> We'll get to wit. Oh, okay. Kaya needs to sleep. I'm doing it. It's been rough. Yeah. I'm performing again. Okay. You want to roll me the performance check? Yep. I figured I could keep performing and try and give you guys a bonus, considering uh, I'm only fatigued one, so I'll just heal with normal yeah, sleep. Give me a bonus to sleep. <laughs> no, it's it's for 24 hours, so it's for tomorrow. Okay. Oh, good. Very wise. 13 on the die for 20. Okay. You successfully perform and continue that bonus. Beautiful. I assume with the fatigue, you're not taking another action. No, that's about it for me. Okay. Now we get to Wit, who is spending eight hours in the hot box, unable to sleep, standing upright, trying to avoid touching the metal. I need you to make me... A fortitude save right now. Comes out to a 21. Okay. Make me another one. Okay. Oh, sorry. A 21, you take one point, so half of that, of non-lethal fire damage. Ooh. That's your first hour. Oh, wow. All right. Let's get another one. 14. You take two points of non-lethal fire damage. Let's get another one. 20. You take one point of non-lethal fire damage. Give me another one. 10. You take six points of non-lethal fire damage with a crit fail. 25. You take one point of non-lethal fire damage. Give me another one. Nine. You take six points of non-lethal fire damage. What are you at? One. Oh. Oof. Give me another one. I don't think Wit is going to be able to make it to our. Can six. you heal yourself? He's going to give you his only one. Do I have you got the an hour? Do I have the ability to? I would say probably not, because you're. Um, it's not a wound. You're like in tight quarters. You're taking not. This is like you being in a hot spot. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes oh, sense. My gosh. Oof. And uh, I'm guessing prone in this situation is less than friendly. It is less than friendly. 
Hour six comes along, uh, 15. You take one point of non-lethal fire damage, and someone in the night comes and opens the sweat box at the end of the eighth hour, and you drop unconscious, falling out of the sweat box. Zutalor, looks like we both had it. Just about as bad as we could. You poor, poor thing. Let me bring you to your friends and get you patched up. And Ambrose picks your limp body up after checking for a pulse, making sure that you're alive, puts you over his shoulder and heads down to the middle deck puts you in a cot. My poor friend, you will not have the time to sleep this off before morning. Maybe one of your allies can bring you up or let me see what I can do. Like if we're all in the room and stuff and he wakes one of us up, we'd know help too. I think you guys are like sleeping one of the soundest sleeps ever and he's kind of hesitant to wake one of you up before trying to help. He's going to take the tools off of you and attempt to help you out here. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And he does. Hell yeah. So he maybe gets like a cold compress or something on you and heals you 13 hit points. It's really good. Wit, are you with me? Are you okay? Uh, I think he's... I'm a little botched, but... I can manage. Yeah, I'll see you in just a short amount of time back in the galley. And he's still, like, limping and looks terrible from the 12 lashes he took for the both of you and kind of walks up the stairs and heads into the dark. And I need you to finish your rum rations. I'll see you next week. Wow. These are the dark times. Bloodiest hour yet. Yeah. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Skull and Shackles is copyright 2012. Skull and Shackles and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2E show, The Bestow Curse Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.